Party boys. I'm Damien Vosk. Ooh, 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 party boys. Ooh, ooh. All right, all right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Stop, stop ooh, that. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, ooh, what is that? Is, is that supposed to be hyping them up? It sounds like halfway between something you'd say in a song and what you might say if you were coming. I'm halfway between hyping you up and mocking you. Oh, okay. It's a thin (laughs) line between being a hype man and being a roaster, if you know what I mean. I've never noticed that. I've never noticed the hype man roasting. Freaking hell, man. You didn't see Flavor Flav doing a Comedy Central roast? I don't think I did. I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't know if he has or not, but he seems he? like some crap hack they would put out there. Oh yeah. For some reason, I was getting that guy and Guy Fieri mixed up. <laughs> completely Just, different people. I know. Completely different but, races. For, yeah. I, I don't flavor, know. Flavor Flav is a is an African American. Guy Fieri. Guy, guy Fieri is the, the cook. Ca- Right? He's the cooking guy? He's the guy, yeah. With the, but yeah. Flavor Flav sounds like he should be the cooking guy. Yeah. Because he's got flavor in his name. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. You know? It's the flavor of his dope beats. Ah. Uh, it's the beat flavor. Yeah. Flavor of the beats. Of the beats. Yeah, you got pop culture. What's your knowledge. stance? What's your Much stance on 911? You think it's a joke? The. Emergency number? You think it's a joke? I think it's very serious. Ah, okay. So, John Wayne, hero to most. Did he ever mean anything to you? Uh, Growing up in Australia, I didn't really get on board westerns. Right, so motherfuck him and John Wayne, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. So, it's 2019. 2019. You know, We're one year away from 2020, um, which is the president election, <laughs> the election of the president. And I'm from a hat in a ring. Ross is running for president of America. No, I'm not. I said I'm throwing my hat into a ring. Which ring? 
uh, still cage ring, baby. People are just going to cage fight over your hat. Yeah. Look, I don't think that's going to attract many MMA fighters. Maybe some broke open micers could use a hat, especially if they're balding and they're men. That always... A hat is very valuable in the standard comedy scene. Usually a baseball cap. Mm-hmm. Very, very valuable. Which is weird because this is Australia. We don't do baseball. We ball. don't. We don't do baseball, but we want to feel like a real country. So we adopt other people's sports and cultures. That's just how we do. We go to the cultural orphanage. We pick up... <laughs> some <laughs> some abandoned cultural baby. Yeah. And we go, you're mine now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get that culture that's... Yeah, like food. Australian food. What's our food culture? A meat pie. Is it is it ours? No. It's not. It's it's, it's England's. It's England's. Yeah, we're, we're still attached to that, that, that umbilical cord, you know what I mean? Cut it off. Cut off the cord. Cord, cut, cord, cut. Let's just make our national food emu on a stick. That seems very Aussie. I think it should be taken on board. Emu on a stick. A full emu on a stick. And it should still be alive. Hey, that's too far. No, it should be a journey when you eat that emu. Like, like... Like you try biting into what? it, but then it just starts biting you. And, you know, if you're going to do something like, you Unless know... we have a large vegan <laughs> listenership who's going to be very upset. They're even upset I said fried emu on a stick. See, we're not happy either way. So I think we should go down with this thought. I think vegans will be happy with the idea of, well, the emu gets to defend itself. And, I mean, it's and, if, you, and if you win, and if you win and actually eat the live emu, then it's really just a case of survival of the fittest. Like, that's just evolution right there. That's Darwinism. I mean, an emu is the second fastest land animal. But it's on a stick, so that could possibly... That would impede it. Yes. So, is it a fair fight? I don't think it is. Well, I think to make it fair, you've got to put a stick in yourself. Jesus. It really makes you think whether or not it's worth it. I could just get a meat pie. Anyway, live with the fact that culturally, this isn't really mine. Or, stick a stick up me. <laughs> get an emu on a stick. Try and bite into it as it bites me in retaliation. I don't know about see, this logic. See who wins. <laughs> just an emu with a stick in it and a man with a stick in him just running. Bloody hell. I eat a pig on a spit. I don't put myself on a spit. Where's this country going to? Um. So, yeah. It's, you know, actually, you know, speaking of being, it's been 2019, and uh, uh, I, I saw a... I went to a stand-up comedy night the other other day, right? And um, and there was a guy who did a bit, and he and he hadn't updated the year. He's like, "It's 2018," just yelling it, and he's like, "It's 2018," and everyone's everyone's just looking at themselves like, "No one told him." It's really the open mic equivalent of filling out a form and accidentally still putting in yeah last your year's. old address yeah you know it's like we know it didn't happen to you the other day. But I don't know if I can trust you now. Yeah. It spits it clearly a fabrication. Yeah, it loses credibility. Just, you know, I'm just like, well, if he doesn't know what year it is, is he a time traveler? 
now I'm starting to think a funny thing didn't happen on the way to the gig. <laughs> I'm starting to think you were just on the 86 tram, really depressed. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that's also very accurate for pretty much every stand-up. So uh, we're a bit bummed, me and Rosso. We, uh, we poured our little hearts out. We poured our goddamn beautiful souls into a song. Into a beautiful song about not wanting to pay full price for sandwiches. Which we think is very pertinent right now. And very relatable. In this very polarizing climate, I think this is the real issue. We went out on a limb. It was divisive, yes. Do people firmly believe in overpriced sandwiches? Probably. Yet we took... We took the brave stance of being like, hey... We can make these things at home. Why are we paying $10 for it? And why are we doing that just for convenience because we're in the city? Why? We asked the big question. Exactly. We opened up a can of worms. People weren't ready for it. No, the worms got everywhere. The worms, People don't like worms. Then birds started swooping to get the worms. Yeah, People which is got weird. their eyes pecked out. A lot of screaming. Which is weird because it's an inside venue. Yeah. And yeah. why is there a bird in here? Technically, that's not our fault. It's not. The worms... We'll take that. Who the let birds. the birds out? No. Nature. Nature let the birds out. They're everywhere now. You can't walk 100 metres in this city without seeing a damn bird. Nah. Specifically at a KFC. Kentucky Fried Godmother, see you at the Adelaide Fringe at Melbourne International Comedy Festival. <laughs> Jesus. That's the, Sneak in a plug! That's the most shameless plug I've ever seen. That's... Um, well, while we're doing plugs, Improv Taxi Humanity touring Perth Fringe World from... Um, well, first off, you got to find in a decent <laughs> opportunity. We were I... talking about birds and how birds are everywhere. Yeah. We weren't talking about improv. Well, this is all improvised. So, in the good nature of improvisation, Improv Taxi Humanity touring Perth Fringe World from January 29th to February 17th. And and at Adelaide Fringe and Melbourne Comedy Fest, but uh, we'll uh, yak on about that later. Aren't you part of humanity? Why do you want to attack humanity? I hate myself. Hmm. An artist that hates himself. That's new. Very novel. Very novel. Anyway, so we we put our hearts out. Yeah. We we're in this competition. This comedy competition that's very well renowned in Australia. The Chuckle Hut Stupid Boys. That was... The name of the competition. <laughs> the Jack Hart Stupid Boys. Which is weird because people of all of all genders and types were there. Yeah. Not just stupid yeah, boys. Not just stu- there were a lot of stupid boys. There were a lot. Probably um, more than there should be. But there was some other people. Yeah. There was a very silly boy who said put a tampon in my butt as his opener. And I was like, what does this mean? Well, if that means blood's coming out of your butt, you should go to a GP. Yeah. That's my first one. There's no quick fix for it. <laughs> like, it's not going to be put a band-aid on the hole. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure putting a tampon out there will just make it worse. Tampons well, were not made for your butt. Well, also, you're just going to forget about it. Then you'll get toxic butt shock <laughs> in a week or two yeah. when you haven't shat because <laughs> of the blood clot. <laughs> well, I haven't shat. What's going on? Am I constipated? Well, I'm not going to check. <laughs> Just gonna go and live in my life. <laughs> uh, uh, 
You haven't. You look really so you need sick, to find man. A significant other, be like, "Hey, can you see a string coming out my butt? Can you just pull that? Can you please pull it?" You need to have someone really close to do that. Um, traumatic. Anyway, that was that was one of the silly boys. Yeah. Um, I think. We'll, anyway, we basically thought, "Hey, what's something from our show that isn't going to make people?" Confused. Our upcoming confronted. show. Our upcoming show. Late Night Party Boys. Rebel without applause. It's coming to Adelaide Fringe at Melbourne International Comedy Festival. See, I'm looking out for us. You are. You are. That was it. You, you're the you're the plug master. Uh, one day we'll have advertisers on this show, and you'll be in charge of the quick. Oh yeah, Squarespace. Make up your website. I've never used it, but you should fucking use it because I'm getting fucking paid, baby. <laughs> I'm getting that Mark Maron money, baby. Use a sweet code so oh. I can cash it. Mm. Use the code LMPB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're thinking of a bit that's probably now the least offensive, the least confronting, the least confusing. Yeah. The most accessible. And we did it. And we, we did pretty well. I would say so. And we didn't get through. Which goes to show you. We should have done our most fucked up shit. We it would have won over for people. We sh- we <laughs> I mean, you got to take a risk. Um, yeah. Why not have an old man being beaten with a skateboard for five minutes? People wondering what the hell Damien's talking about. That is literally our opener. That's how we open Late Night Party Boys, Boys Rebel, Rebel Without Applause. Applause. Coming visit Adelaide Fringe at Melbourne International <laughs> Comedy Festival. Please turn up. So, if you reacted with old man get beaten skateboard... Well, that sounds fucking funny. <laughs> Come see the show. If you want to see sociopathic violence done to a defenseless old man, hey, and and it's not and look, there neither reasons. of us, neither of us play the old man. We actually get an old man from the up streets. Up from the crowd, we get one up from the crowd. We it, trick an old man to come yeah. see the show, but we get for men. We actually. Um, we actually do a large amount of our advertising in nursing homes and we provide comps just to get the old men we need for each, for each run, which, um, which works cause we've written that bit in and we're not very good actors. No. We could not play an old man ourselves. Clearly not. So we need to get a genuine old man. I'm need, from the crowd. Need to wait at least 60 more years before I can play an old man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was that. A little bit disappointing because I had a lot of fun on stage. i got to be honest. I did have a lot of fun. It was a fun song we did. Um, people were laughing. They were having a good time. Got a lot of good feedback. Come see the show and <laughs> you'll see the song. You'll, yeah, see the show, you'll see the song. Yep. Um, but... Yeah, so the only really takeaway from this is that comedy is controlled by lizard people. <laughs> Clearly. You can't go to any open mic room That's... without having a freaking SD of some lizard person yeah. to get a spot. And I'm like, I'll be fine if you were a human, but like, you're a lizard. And you're upside down on the roof. Like, come down. You don't get human comedy. You're a lizard. You're camouflaged into a wall. Just... Decamouflage and have a conversation. Not everyone has long tongues so they can just catch flies with or whatever. Yeah. You know? Not everyone gets that. 
look, I'm sorry if I don't do comedy that's related to bull, relatable to lizards. I'm not a lizard. You're not a lizard. My world point of view. Didn't you have a show? I actually did have a show called Lizard. That was like my first solo show. So, I mean, and I knew who I was trying to impress at the time. You were time. trying to impress the industry. I was trying to pander to the Lizard people. I'm like, maybe if I call my show Lizard, uh, get some of these Lizard people along. And it actually ended on a quote from 30 Rock about Lizards. It was about, you know, like Tracy Morgan's character in there. Mm. He's just like, I can never change. I'm like a Lizard. I'm like, oh shit! I fucked it up. Uh, okay, so it's like he's like, he's like, I can never change. I'm like a chameleon, always a lizard. <laughs> Which is probably one of my favorite lines in the show because it's just so funny, and and yeah. My favorite part was when you did the voice. I know. I know we're cancelled now. <laughs> we're cancelled off a show that cannot be cancelled. We're hosted on our own website. We can't get cancelled. Unless Mike Barnes listens and he's like... I'm not talking about cancelled, cancelled. Oh, I'm talking about hashtag cancelled. Oh. You know on the interwebs, you heard about this? You heard of cancelling culture? Oh. Someone does something that's a little unsavory and then they get hashtag cancelled. But it's... But it's his character. I was just imitating a character. Not good enough. Not good enough? Quite frankly, I don't think you should have put on all that makeup either. Hey, this makeup sells it. Would you have believed that I could have pulled off that quote if I didn't have that makeup? This is just commitment to the bit. Hey, it's not me you got to convince. It's those freaking people on Twitter who's go cancelling willy-nilly. I think that out of all the podcasts, you know, they don't think... I mean, there's so many people on the list to take down before they get to Late Night Party Boys, a suburban duo from Melbourne... Just trying to make it in the big old wide world. This big city. No, clearly we've got too much power and need to be stamped out. You're drinking a one dollar seven eleven coffee. And you slept on my floor last night. <laughs> this is both very true. <laughs> like, clearly I have a lot of power. <laughs> 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 Jesus. I wish we were joking. We are not. We lined up for three hours because one store had free tea yesterday. We are that poor and desperate. <laughs> like, like, if anyone's like these guys, too much power, need to be taken down. Good Lord. I lived uh, in a Chansai Park, which is not a... It's near Lilydale and Moral Park, which aren't very high socioeconomic areas, I'm going to be honest. And the other day I was in Lilydale and I walked past a guy, tatted up on the phone, telling his mate, 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 don't tell the cops about me because I didn't tell them about you. (laughs) (laughs) Just out loud with people around. Not even the bro code, it's just a crim code. <laughs> Don't tell the cops, I have this big surprise party planned for them. <laughs> Don't dog the crims. <laughs> I stole this whole surprise party for the coppers. <laughs> Trying to get in their good books. Oh, man. God. And I, and I live in a, in a decent suburb, but it's with a lot of housemates who I'm related to. Those are the worst type of housemates. Yeah. Because you can't evict them. Because, I mean, the older ones, they own the house. Yeah. If only. 
They're finally... They're on the in paperwork. Their, in their very early, early, early stages, you could have evicted them from someplace. Could I? Not now. Yeah. Maybe. I need to wait till they're senile. Then I get the house. You hear that? <laughs> Damien gets the house! <laughs> I definitely won't. I got four other siblings that are, you know, three other siblings. I'm one of four, and they're all way more responsible than me. It's definitely going to them first. Ah, uh, yeah. Not if you slip a little poison in their tea. You hear that? Damien's getting the house. <laughs> Good lord. Good lord. But we're, we're, do- it. we're doing well. We're doing well wow. comedically. We're, we're running lots of funny bits. Yeah. We're doing funny things. Yeah. We're, we're very proactive. It's all, all good things. I'm all about being proactive, not anti-active. Cause yeah. It's all about... It's all about what? It's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> we kind of make American money to be successful in Australia. That's how you know you made it. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm getting the house. I've been in your big ass house. <laughs> I live in a shitty, crappy unit. Oh man, you live in a two-story house. Give me that house. <laughs> Everyone wants the house. Everyone dreams of a house. It's a property market. I don't know. I, you know, people. I just feel like I say property market. It's terrible. But I've never looked at it. It's just so far beyond my like my grasp. I'm like, yeah. Property market's terrible. I'm like, I, I don't know. Apparently, it's good. We're not, it's we're good not right in the now. market. We're not in the market. We're not, never going to be in so the market. we don't know about the market. We're, we're millennials. We haven't looked at the market. The baby boomers, they just plopped us out in the market, didn't they? Yeah. They distracted us with fast food and... Well, too busy inventing the music freaking atom bomb. <laughs> you fuckers. You old fuckers. I'm glad I'm beating that old man with a skateboard. Come to the show if you want to see an old man beaten for the sins of his generation. Yes, we blame everything on him. It's not our fault. Because it's easy to scapegoat. It's very easy. And it feels good. It feels good for me, but very fleetingly. So then I eventually have to move on to someone else I can scapegoat. Well, that's the scapegoating way, you know. Get them goats. Beat him with a skateboard. I was going to say Bishop. bash, but I said bish. Ya bish? Ya bish. Ya bish. What, who, who made that popular? <clears throat> you're, you're someone I'd ask who made bish prop- popular. I feel like you would know. Oh, the first people I thought of, like Drake or Kanye. Um, someone in that crew. Do you want to impersonate them? Yeah, here we go. Here's my great Kanye West impression. Hi, I'm Kanye West. I'm I'm, I'm all about Donald Trump. Uh oh. The black took, the black community is I'm glad just you only me. Took that elongated pause to put on the makeup. Yeah. And it really sold it. It really did. And I've got <laughs> the glasses too. Yeah, has he hasn't worn since ten years ago. Hey, but they they were good glasses. They made those glasses popular. They still are popular. Someone get a Daft Punk song for me to rap over. The yeah, you bish, bish, bish. 
a mispronounced version of bash or sounds like a New Zealander saying bash I'm gonna bish you you're bished really glad we both put on the makeup for you that. want a bishing we're all in full sheep garb yeah we have woolen jumpers and it's really hot it's summertime yeah it's summer here good lord but we um, commit commit to the bit you can't do a podcast <sighs> without full body suits and makeups in the wings to chuck on your yourself at any time it people say podcasting is just you know you chuck it on the radio and just listen to it on your way to work it's not true it's a full audio visual experience and we let your imaginations run wild yeah why because we're the late night party boys we believe in creativity beauty humor and integrity if anyone tells you otherwise they haven't been to one of our shows Are you touched? Are you moved? I was going to burp. Oh. Out of appreciation for that message. <laughs> it's the only way. I was, was going to give that show appreciation. I was going to give that message the accolade it deserves. A good old burp. A good burpening? Yeah. You know what? No one, I, I don't hear many people burp anymore. <laughs> Clearly, burping was so last year. It's it's out, it's gone out of fashion. It's like you can't burp anymore, guys. Wh- when's the li- can you can you do I have to add that to the the list of everything that's not socially acceptable? Yes, I thought burping. You know, in some cultures, the P B police walking around the pro burp or the political burp police. The political burp. Okay. You know, we're going around trying to stop people from burping. I should be allowed to burp wherever well, I want to, whoever just, I want. It's, it's always like, you don't hear many. That's all I'm saying. Like, maybe if someone drinks a soft drink too fast, it's like those little ones. But you never see a, someone finish a meal, get a big burp going out of appreciation. You know, in some cultures, that's nice, I hear. Well, yeah. Well, that's something you tell yourself to make you seem less like a rude cunt. <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing. I heard it somewhere. Um, I freaking burp in the chef's face and say, thank you. I'm typing in which cultures like burping. Japan. The Japanese love a good burp. Um, in Japan, burping during a meal is considered... What? Bad manners? Oh, no. It's Okay. It's just, it's considered bad manners. Okay, well, that doesn't, that that doesn't, why did Google give me that? But in North American cultures, it's also considered bad manners. And I'm like, why feel the need to, hold on, there is one. Oh, here we go. It is. Here we go, here we go. Yes, you should belch and burp. As strange as it may sound, burping is not considered rude in certain parts of India, China, and Bahrain. A small island country located in the Middle East, just south of Kuwait. Burping after a meal can be a sign of appreciation. There you go, Ross. So if you're in India and China, burp it up. Or Kuwait. Burp. Get your burps out of your system till you come to the close, come back home to the close-minded Australia. Where you'll get arrested for burping by the BP. Definitely. The petrol station. 
are also the Burt Police. Fucking, fucking, I'm so sick of them. Try and go out and burp. Then they slap them cuffs on me. I say, no way, coppers. I'm just expressing my right to, to burp. This is freedom of what almost sounds like speech. <laughs> you can it make it sound like speech. I can burp the right. alphabet. Well, there you go. That's that's speech. Freedom of speech. Freedom of the burp. I was just trying to talk and uh, a burp came out. <laughs> you gonna be, is this going to divulge into just us burping into these mics for <laughs> 10 minutes? Yeah. Or anyone who listens to this podcast just dry wretches <laughs> and vomits in their car? Oh, man. If I had that much of an effect on an audience, <laughs> something really good feeling about that. <laughs> Making an audience I'm vomit. Sure, I'm sure you have. We've made them groan and yell and... You vomited on an audience member. Fake vomit. It was just Gatorade. It was just Gatorade and soup. Gatorade and soup, depending on the night. Mostly Gatorade. You've made them... You've... Yeah. You've made them yell in discomfort. (laughs) Yeah, but to make someone feel so sick. That they vomit. I mean that's. I did have someone tell me once at my Domino's Pizza bit. They <laughs> they saw my show with a headache, oh. and then they came to that bit and it just made him feel super nauseous. Well, there you go. You almost got there. Almost. You get almost got there. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you that that night that you found a cockroach on the pizza. <laughs> Then you had to, and you still use that pizza in the show. Like he stored, he stored it off pizza. Well, he stored, a, he used the same pizza for most of his comedy festival run for this bid. And one day, it was in this dingy basement bar, yeah. and that literally there was not any square inch of that floor that wasn't sticky from a drink or semen. Like, and he left a pizza just on the ground there. Comes to the sh- comes to the show. It's just there's. I mean, I imagine a swarm of cockroaches. It was just one. It was <laughs> just, just one? Just one just... having a nibble? I imagine it like that scene from Brendan Fraser in The Mummy where those beetles just cover the, cover everyone. That's how I imagine the pizza. <laughs> and you just shooing them away. You're like, I need this. I need this for the show. I don't have enough time to get another one. <laughs> and then if you performed that show with the cockroaches on the pizza and they were moving... I think that would have done it. <laughs> that would have pushed that person who felt mildly nauseous to full vomit. <laughs> if you saw something, a bug moving on the pizza while you're rubbing it in your face with toothpaste. Is this a bit? <laughs> Is that a fake cockroach? Oh, God, I hope so. But it's really moving. Oh, God, what's he doing? Oh, oh dear Lord. <sighs> we commit to our art. Yeah. Dangerously and recklessly. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've had food poisoning yet. You haven't lived until <laughs> you've given yourself from, food poisoning for your art. From a bit. I definitely injured myself a few times. But just sprains and bruises and mild concussions. Nothing too crazy. Nah, I've gotten brain damage. <laughs> Was that before the bits? Or yeah. during? Which yeah. bit was it? 
Yeah, well, I used to do this bit where I would spin a bunch of plates, but then the plates hit my head, then I fell off the stage, and then I got back up again. You got a very solid head. And then another guy came with a hammer and bashed me in the head with a hammer. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that, that did it. Was that part of the bit? <laughs> no. Was, like, I'm going to be a bad... This was just an unhappy audience uh, member. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Could have also been part of a bit. You know, I'm a bad plate spinner in the circus. I deserve to have my head beaten in. <laughs> Maybe that was your message. Plate splinters, spinners deserve to get their heads caved in with a hammer. I don't know. It's always interesting. Cause I've, have you seen a plate spinner before? Maybe. Maybe. You're not missing out on much. Basically, they spin a bunch of plates, and then they spin an increasingly larger amount of plates. Yeah, but do they put food on the plate? No, they don't. That's what plates are for. I know they misuse. They really misuse the plates. That's what. That's the upsetting part for me. Well, so they do this. They do a plate spinning thing, and you look at it, and you're like, "Oh, this is kind of cool," for like two minutes, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, plates spinning on sticks," and you're like, "That must have taken you like weeks, months, you know, weeks or months to learn." And, like, if I watch it for more than two minutes, I'm bored. <laughs> this is a plate going around in a circle. I don't know. Am I crazy? If if someone... Ju- you, like, you couldn't do a whole hour show, which is just, like, I spin plates. That's my next show. <laughs> Ross Parody, plate spinner. You should just be on... You should... <laughs> You should just be on a giant Lazy Susan. You know that spinning plate in the middle of Chinese restaurants? You should just be lying on one of those for an hour. Eating yum cha. This is art. This isn't me not having enough time to go out to eat beforehand. This is (laughs) art. I get all three meals in this one show. (laughs) Oh, man. What's a... Yeah. Everyone always talks about, hey, what if I did this? And I'd, give, I'd, I'd do this crazy, crazy, boring thing for an hour, and I'd win the Barry. I wonder how many people actually do that. Not many. Not many. Not many. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen... I mean, like, the gorilla sitting in the chair show... It's probably the closest thing I've seen. Hmm. And even that's very entertaining. Yeah. But it's always because of the audience, just being artists and nutcases. Yeah. And that's generally the point of the show. Yeah. Bringing out the worst in people. (laughs) And Come Heckle Christ was a similar vein of it's mostly just about the audience reaction. Hmm. What's the next one going to (sighs) be? Well... Talking about our opener before, we joked about spinning that off into, like, a full show. <laughs> like, old man gets beaten with a skateboard for 50 minutes and gets up and has brain damage. I feel like... I, you see, the tough thing about that is waving a skateboard around for 50 minutes. You'd get 10 minutes in and be exhausted. I can't wave around a skateboard for 50 minutes. Why not? I don't have the upper body strength or endurance. I'm not an athlete. <clears throat> then just keep getting other people to do it. 
Just get the audience. Just get members. a retaining, uh, just escalating, rotating lineup of people throughout the show. You know what? That could work. Just ask some. But also, do you want to be hit with a skateboard for 50 minutes if we did it? Fuck, I'll do it. You're going to have to wear padding. <laughs> a lot of padding. Sure, why not? Skateboards are hard. Hey. All those injuries will be worth it when I get that Barry. <laughs> Just come up on stage and full body cast. Hey, it's probably going to be more watchable than than most. I mean, there's that that <coughs> that kind of thing where you know it's so intense you just can't look away. Especially if audience members are getting involved. <laughs> Especially. Well, we're going to brainstorm this. Yeah, we're going to turn our mics off. Think a bit about this. Really, think about if this is going to work on a large scale. And who would pay to see it? There'd be a fair few ticket sales from the S&M community. <laughs> clearly, because that's what this show is. <laughs> this is clearly... This isn't, this isn't violence. This is like a... This is a kink thing. Yeah. Clearly. I, I think so. Right? I mean, you got to really... We, we'd have to explain the whole bit for it to make sense. And we're not going to do that. Because <laughs> I'd rather you come out and see Late Night Party Boys and Rebel Without Applause. Yeah. Adelaide Fringe Melbourne Comedy yeah. Festival. You did it. I did it. I did one like you. I'm just like you. Blech. <laughs> and on that burp note, Ross is being arrested. Oh, damn PB police. So I think we're going to have to wind up this episode of Late Night Party Boys. Post my bail. I'm not. I, I have, Don't I have tell the cops about anything. I didn't tell the cops anything about you. Well, look, I'll tell them what I want. I'll tell them what I want. Damn it. I was going to throw a surprise party.